0: hello everybody welcome to another episode of deeper than skin i am your host ramia thank you so much for joining me for another episode and we're gonna have some fun today so just relax kick back get your friends near send the link to your friends let's go on a journey let's let's have some really fun discussions today Right, so let's get into it now. Um, today the discussions, I want to center them around really starting where you are, you know, um, really beginning to cultivate the habits and the lifestyle that you want, the career that you want, but you are starting at the point where you are. I know many of us, we always have these excuses as to why we don't we don't start or we, we we can't start right now or we can't do or we can't do or we can't do but very few of us really really recognize that we have to start perhaps on the lowest rung of the ladder before we can begin to ascend but I think in our space now we only see the finished products we only see when people have made it and they are publicizing their victories but we never get to see the process of them making it so i don't know if that is influencing our view that you know there is no struggle to be had or they actually started from a place of success, or they were innately this successful. Um, they didn't necessarily have to work. And this is for the persons who have actually made it and are not fronting, right? Have actually made the kind of success that they are speaking about, and it's not just a front. Um, and another thing is that even when we hear the stories of struggle, They're against the backdrop of, I am already successful, this is what I went through, but those stories I find are usually glamorized, you know, they are usually told in a way that makes them seem so superhuman, right, so that even if you were to try to tap into that portion of the struggle, it was as if, wow, I don't have those superhuman capabilities, you know, and then another part of it was usually those, those stories of vi- victory are told from a place of victimhood. So it's somebody else inflicting um, all those you know, bad things on me, somebody else is the cause and I overcame them and I cut them off and I cut that job out. And, i do this and i do that and you know it's one glamorous super superhero story and you know even though the story is told they don't really linger enough on how difficult it was to, to overcome self to overcome that that great level of inertia that same resistance you know you might probably be feeling now That same level of inadequacy to even begin, I don't think enough time is spent conveying, you know, those emotions in real terms. So again, we have this idea that, hey, I have an idea. I want to become the greatest thing since sliced bread. Okay, what do I need to do? Um, I need to just do a few little things and then I'm just going to blow up. Um, you don't start to blow up, uh, it becomes a case where this person is fighting you, that person is fighting you, you know, maybe it's not my thing, and then we begin to kind of just fade away from from the things that we wanted to try, that we wanted to do because we are afraid of that inertia, or we are afraid of what that resistance, you know, that that hard work that we have to put in, what it says about us. Maybe we believe that if we have to work so hard, then perhaps, you know, we are not made for this thing, or we don't have the, the talent to do it, or, you know, we, seem to be under some global, global illusion that you are supposed to just be good at whatever you're good at. You know, no fight, no struggle, no apprenticeship. You're supposed to move from one song to 20 songs and global stardom. You know, you don't think that the local disc jockey is supposed to reject the music five and six and seven times. Or because you don't have the the, the the network yet of a more established artist, it's like you're saying, this is not going to work for me, um, this is not going to work out. But I'm saying to you, you know, for all those persons who have legitimately been successful, they have to start. They had to start where they were, because there's nowhere else for you to start you understand, there is nowhere way else for you to start. You have to start where you are now. So I can give you a personal example. I've been wanting to find a medium to, to distill my thoughts, to share my thoughts with other persons like who have been going through similar things. Um, similar you know, thoughts, similar kind of trying to unravel who they are develop a certain kind of awareness and intimacy with themselves. I've always been fascinated by that kind of thing. I've always wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. But, um, you know, I've also been a person who like consumes a lot of that kind of content from other content creators locally and internationally. Instagram, mostly YouTube, podcast sites like um, Spotify um, Google Podcasts wherever you can get your podcasts and their, their content was like expertly produced and the video content was like top notch you know in my mind I'm saying um, how is this even going to work because one I don't have a production team two I don't have the required equipment to do this kind of thing. And I am there and it's like, you know, I'm finding all the reasons, all the points of comparison to say, you know, I am not good enough to do this thing, to even start because I don't have this whole long list of things, right? Um, So I started to do some IG videos, I was in my head a lot when I was doing those videos. To be honest, I was trying to do the, the the kind of sound bites and cutting edge kind of stuff. I really wanted to condense it to like a format that, not cutting edge, but like bullet, how would I say this now, like punch lines kind of stuff and trying to get the sponge lines that would perhaps be turned into quotes. And, you know, I did it for a few episodes, but it wasn't really me. It wasn't really necessarily my style. Um, I like these long, longer formats, you know, these monologues, and you know, just distilling my thoughts, and while I'm speaking, I'm thinking, and. You know, just having these open, honest conversations. I felt like this video format I was using on Facebook, I mean, for you to upload like a 45-minute video in 1080p or 4K, it's from your phone, it's just a a whole nother level. So I was just telling myself these things, and I eventually stopped. But then every time I, I went into my quiet space and I was writing down and, you know, introspecting, what, what do I really like to do? Like, what, what do I want to give? What do I want to share? It's always coming up that I want to speak. I want to share the thoughts that I'm having and, you know, perhaps give other people perspective or give them encouragement or... You know, because I know the value that those things have had on me in my own life. I it's always something that I've been, I've been interested in doing. All right. So, I mean, maybe like 11 months pass, maybe a year passed since I paused the the YouTube, the Instagram videos. Right. So I'm saying, okay, podcast, maybe a podcast could work. So, my idea was I was going to like, do the Zoom thing and then get persons to come on the Zoom and I'll interview them and they'll tell me their stories and we'll have some connections and then we'll, we'll just do the thing and I'll put it up as a video podcast on YouTube and then put the audio up on Spotify. But then when I thought about that now, it was like there were so many moving parts. I had to schedule time with the persons. First, I had to find people. I had to schedule time with the persons. I had to make the video call. I had to edit the video call. And it just felt like too many moving parts for me. So I, I decided that, okay, maybe I'll do the audio podcasting, right? So decided to do the audio podcasting. I have a PC mic, I have pop filter, I have that little setup, and I'm like, okay, let's do this. So I started researching programs, and, you know, it just felt a little too, too cumbersome again for me to have this mic, and they were talking about, maybe if you don't want to use usb mics you could use analog mics with a with uh some kind of interface and you know the the expenditure you know it was a good 200 us or something there and it was like I, i'm not gonna spend that kind of money to do this thing again it just felt too cumbersome i researched how to do it on the phone and then i saw that this guy had these these clip-on microphones that he used to record the audio, and, you know, one one was, I think one was like 70 US for one of the mics, and then if you want the double set, I think it's like 200 US, and I I was still kind of hesitant, and then I was like, you know, there has to be another way, like, I am at this position, there has to be somebody who want to start a podcast, don't want to spend all that money and just want it to be easy and easy to just put in the work and just get on with it. So I found this this video that explained to me, hey, you know, you can do it on Anchor. Hey, you can do it with your phone and you actually can just speak into the mic. So that is actually what I'm doing now. So I have in earphones now that have the little mic. That's a Samsung earphone with the little mic, and I um, I just sit in the bathroom, where it's the most the most quiet space, and I just let my thoughts run free while I'm speaking, distilling um, them in real term in real time, and just you know trying to just speak from my heart honestly, openly. And that's what I've been doing. And this is this is now my third episode. I mean I feel like if I was trying to get all that fancy production equipment, I would have spent endless timing endless time in, you know, iterating the setup and um, perhaps trying to perfect perfect the sound quality, perfect the video and this whole length of time in editing and doing all the parts of it that my heart is not, not really in. you know. So now, all I do, I record in segments, and then when I'm done, I publish from Anchor, and Anchor puts it on Spotify, Anchor puts it on, on everywhere else. So I can actually now talk for as long as I want to talk, talk in the mood that I want to talk, I don't have to dress up, get ready for a video, and I'm still doing these these podcasts and the speaking that I would want to do, you know, sharing my thoughts, distilling my thoughts, and just helping whoever to hear to build some some awareness within themselves and to build some intimacy within themselves or with themselves rather. So, you know, after all the merry go round and the halalu and I decided to just start where I am, I have a phone, I have earphones, I have a mic. So I just started, and it's it's going pretty good for me so far. I'm doing what I want to do, and over time, with with, this sustained effort, um, the delivery will improve, Um, everything else will improve over time, but, you know, we can't ascend to the levels that we want to ascend to if we actually just did start. If we're looking on the most successful in the genre and saying, wow, I need to have all these things before I start. When in fact, if you actually don't start, you will never ever get to a place where you have all these things, you have all the connections, you have all... The, the, the right inside the right outlook, the right lessons. Because, you know, you can't learn something unless you're submerged in it. And reading about it is one thing, but actually doing it every day, doing it frequently enough, building that competence, that muscle to execute on these things, it, it's really yeah, Totally different from just reading the theory or just trying to understand the theory. So it's important. So look, look at your life. now. what is it that you want to do. You know, is it that you want to? Is it that you want to open a cosmetic line? You know, you want to make some deodorants. You don't have a production factory, you don't have any distribution network, you don't have anything like that. What are you going to do? I mean, sitting and waiting, those things are not just going to fall in place. And another thing is, you don't want to wait until you accumulate. So you accumulate all the capital. So now you're spending capital at a high level but you have not even learned the basic mistakes not to make. So your learning now will even become more expensive than if you had just decided to start with your little pot and your little double reboiler boiler and you buy a little thing of vitamin E oil, and you buy a little thing of this, and you do a little mix-up, mix-up, and you sell to your friends, you know, try this out, try that out. You know, you get your friends to share your thing and their status on WhatsApp and, you know, just little by little, little by little, gathering of momentum, gathering of steam. You know, a lot of us really have, really have good ideas. And, you know, for one reason or another, we, we just get stuck in a place where we want the ideas to be perfect out the gate, and that is not reality. Uber didn't start as Uber. Netflix didn't start in the form that we know it now. Google didn't start in the form that we know it now. Facebook didn't start in the form that we know it now. But there are still giants in their industry. They are still you know, the top players. And if you want to come locally, the other day I was reading that juicy beef the guy actually started in his mother's home kitchen i think new kitchen was his name Um, him i think it was like a cashier and um, somebody that was serving so he was doing the cooking and there was a cashier and um they were doing the serving so that's juicy patties um, that's where it started and now we have a juicy parties in, in every, in every parish. people love juicy parties, people love the parish, people love everything else. So I understand that you have this grand vision. I understand that you have this grand vision, right? But you won't start out. you can't start something in its final form. And and this is across the board. I really want you to get this. You can't start your relationship in the final form. And I can even pose an even deeper question. So what is the final form? I mean, do we even know what the future? Um and holds? You know, so yes, there is a general idea that you want to improve and you want to become better. But what is the final form? You know, we are so obsessed with Creating the final form that we don't even start to create anything at all. You know, we are so obsessed with this idea of perfection. You know, I have to be profitable from day one. I'm afraid to lose money, I'm afraid to look silly. But I can honestly tell you that that is part of the course. You know, that is absolutely part of the course. You lose the money. You learn lessons. If you are focused and honest with yourself, you learn the lessons and then you move on. You're more experienced. You know, you make better decisions. You know how to organise things better. You know. It is the same thing right across the board, it's pretty consistent. The apprenticeship cannot be avoided. If it is that you want to, to reach these great levels of success and personal satisfaction so you, you want to improve your your body you want to improve how you look you know and it's as if we are so opposed to actually working on our bodies so we would rather try this fat diet or that fat diet in isolation which means we don't really do any exercise, we don't really put our body under any any kind of rigor. Um, we are just on this fat diet or wanna lose 30 pounds in two weeks. So it's it's just fat diet after fat diet. Um, Intermittent fasting, I mean, almost probably you're starving yourself for a couple of days and then when you can't hold it anymore, it's just a binge of eating, a binge of eating, a binge of eating, which is probably even worse than the the food habits that you would have had before the intermittent fasting. But the real work, you know, waking up to put your body under pressure waking up to do the exertion lifting the weights running doing the jumping jacks you know that kind of work in the darkness of the morning or in the night when it's cool or whatever works for your schedule. we often want to neglect that part of it you know but we just want to we just want to have the success so even in the midst of that fat diet every five minutes you want to weigh yourself Okay, I was at 170. Okay, I'm at 169.7. It's working, it's working. And maybe when you come home, you're at 169.5. Oh, I'm losing weight. But in reality, it's just the fluctuations of the water weight, you know, depending on how much fluids are currently in your system. So the work that is required, you know, in working out, if you want to build muscles, you have to break them first. What are you willing to break in your own life right now to build stronger muscles? What are you willing to break? What habits are you willing to break? What are you willing to do, you know, to, to make the changes? I mean, even another aspect of our lives that we we struggle with on a whole is is finances, you know. So, I need to save X amount. I need to do this, I need to do that. So, we come up with a plan. I'm going to log on my expenses and I'm going to spend um, X amount on this and X amount on that. So, we have the plans. X amount of this, login, that, that, X amount of savings. So we get paid on the 25th. First thing is that we had planned to put away our savings first before we pay any bills. We actually don't do that. We start to pay the bills first. We start to spend first. So we say we're doing tracking, expense tracking. We do that for three, four days but we don't we don't we don't continue it and we're not very disciplined when it comes down to that. So it's like after the first five days of, of doing it it's just Oh, it's so much work, it's so tiring, it's so tiring, it's so tiring. I have to be doing this all the time, blah blah blah, it's so much work. You know what? Instead of doing it day by day, I'll do it at the end of the week. Fine. At the end of the week, you're struggling to remember what you bought, what you spent money on. By week two, you're off track, and then you just quit. Oh, it don't make no sense, cause we're already mixed up and whatever, so we're gonna just start next month again. And then, you know, this start in the future, start next month, start when the conditions are perfect, start start when, start when, start when, Start when, start when. You know it's it's a theme. It becomes a theme in our lives and the conditions are never right because the conditions we're looking for are conditions free of challenge, conditions free of struggle, conditions free of fight. Those challenge those conditions do not exist. For a baby to learn to walk, they have to fall, chances are. When you're learning to drive, you have to drive slow until you feel comfortable managing the car. You might scrape up on, on, on a little sidewalk and rub up the bumper. When you're, you're taking a turn, you're hitting the rims on on the curb. and you know It's part of the learning process. When you're riding a bicycle, you probably drop off a few times before you get to balance. Understand how you balance yourself. So, I'm sure a lot of us can drive. I'm sure a lot of us can ride bicycles. You know, why are we not extracting these similar principles and applying them to our lives in real terms? It takes time to build me. You know? You don't start a house today, even if you have all the money and it's finished next week. You know, things take time. So we don't want to invest the effort to monitor the money. We don't want to invest. So we we want to become investors. We want to invest. We don't want to take time to understand the market, to understand how you invest, to understand you know, how to analyze and to make decisions. Not even from, a, from a, a granular level where you're doing the actual analysis, but even from a high level, like an overview kind of thing, general idea, you don't, we don't try to do that. It's as if everything we want to accomplish now, we feel like it is owed to us. So I can sing, you know, and I probably have more talent than most of these artists out here. So yo know, my song just after bus. not we put out the song it aff- no. It don't work like that. And then when, when 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 we are met with these realities, our 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 narrative is that people are fighting against we people are doing this and people are doing that and people are the that. When in reality that's just how it goes. You're an apprentice. You know, in terms of listenership and viewership. You don't pull that same kind of listenership and viewership that the other bigger artists do. In your job, it's the same thing. You don't have the depth of experience as yet. Or in whatever field you choose, you don't have the depth of experience as yet. To command certain salaries because you don't have that kind of influence and I'm not talking basal salaries that are standard for your position that you should get and you don't get right so if you are getting the correct salary based on the position and the pay scale that's fine but what I'm saying is you want higher salaries but the work you are doing cannot command higher salaries but you still feel as if you're entitled to a higher salary, to more influence in the company, in relationships. A lot of us want these wonderful, beautiful relationships, but we're unwilling to work on ourselves. You know, This is one of the big things, it's like every problem in the relationship has to be the other person, because it cannot be me. You know it's I am perfect I don't need to work on myself or I am entitled to perfection so this guy who's coming in my life from a, from a girl's perspective this guy who's coming in my life you know he has to have a bend he has to have a six million dollar a year salary he has to have all these things done and he has to have this and bank account and he you know, has to be able to take me out every weekend, he has to be able to, to, to do this and to do that and to do that and it's as if the only thing that you are supposed to do as a woman is just turn up and not turn up in the sense of party but just present yourself and that's good enough because you're queen and god and no, you know. It, it doesn't work like that you have to work you have to face yourself where you are start where you are understand that you are not perfect you know you are not at the pinnacle you are not the most enlightened so it is not it is not it is not for you to ask it from somebody else you know if you're not trying to bring that to the table so you don't want to start where you are emotionally and build some strong emotional connections work on your communication and this goes for men and women both ways work on your communication work on your kindness work on your openness work on your honesty Work on learning how to share. Work on learning how to inspire the person. Being an inspiration to yourself. You know, but no, you don't want to start at your level. We don't want to actually face that we are, we are not good. We are on the low rung of the ladder. So we, we, we deceive ourselves with these inflated ideas of who we are and what we bring to the proverbial table. Oh, me have good hands. Oh, me have decent. You know. Me have the whatever. I have the gold and the treasure. By nature of biology, if you follow the drift. But what happens to the psychology? What happens to the emotionality? What happens to the spirituality? Because let's be real, if your claim to fame is biology, only every woman, every normal woman, no defects, no illnesses, has that same biology or that same biological part that you refer to as the gold. So, if that in and of itself qualifies you for the highest levels, you know, um, why not the next person? Why not the next girl? Why not the next woman over there? What is the point of differentiation if, if just a singular part is enough to, to propel you to queendom and to propel you to? all these, these other things. You know. No, I'm not saying that people aren't innately valuable and people don't deserve to be treated with, with, with respect. What I'm speaking to more is the fact that we present ourselves as finished products, both men and women, I'm going to get to the man side. We present ourselves as finished products. When we are not, and then we, expect the persons who we are with to meet all these insane criteria, even if they're not insane, but our unwillingness to be honest with ourselves with where we are and work towards improving that makes for a very imbalanced relationship. So what what you find happening is that, you know, it's, it's you know, kind of antagonistic, so I want to to always tell you, you know, you're not doing this right, you're not doing that right, you're not doing that right. So I have become you now the police of the relationship. You're not doing that right, you're not doing that right. But, you know, it's as if I can't be guilty of not doing anything right because I'm a Lord. And I'm king and I'm perfect. Or I'm, I'm queen and I'm perfect. You know, so for the male side it's like a lot of us I think like financially we think we don't really we don't really present ourselves honest all the time. You know, so we have these goals that we want to go after, we have these things that we want to do, but you know, we don't want to tell the girl that, hey, you know, say we don't really have the kind of money where you would have needed to do certain things right now, at this point, you know, so. I don't know if, like, that honesty, I don't know if this is going to work out the way you want it to work out, because I don't have X amount of money in the bank, or the money that I have is, is not for the kind of things that you want to do. So, my money is not for extensive leisure or extensive, I don't know, whatever it is, shopping, buying things that would qualify as non-essentials, having a multiplicity of things just to say I have them, but there is no real utility, so they are just um, things that I have. I just keep depreciating, keep depreciating. So it's it's money wasted. You wear it once, you wear it twice, or you know, just to, to be a part of the fad. Um, the price you pay for it is more than the value it brings to your life. A lot of us don't have the courage to say, I am not at that level financially. I'm sorry but I cannot, you know have this and this that I want to organize for what we what we tend to do is that we pretend. So where wherever we need to get the money from, we get it. we um, need to borrow, we need to sometimes even lie. Most times it's a lie, a string along kind of thing. Oh the deal hasn't cleared yet, the deal hasn't come through. I'm gonna get a few million next week and you know, but if you check the account it's just maybe a couple hundred thousand, if so much, and it's it's just really sad that we are all in this game of play pretend because we are so insecure in our own selves to say that you know we we are starting from from zero, and it's. It's interesting that we like this, we like to quote this song, started from the bottom, now we're here. And started from the bottom, now we're here. And you know the, the ecstasy that comes from that rags to riches story. But if we truly examine our own lives, we are, we are failing to acknowledge the rags. We are failing to truly acknowledge when we are at the rags level. If you understand, but when we are met with some kind of success, we want to portray that, oh, I'm coming from nothing and I'm coming from, from the dirt and whatever the case is. But we don't really truly acknowledge that part of the struggle in our own lives. So even though we're there, in our minds, we're telling ourselves that we were somewhere else. You know, so I, I don't have a hit song. I don't have a lot of social media followers. Let's say those are the metrics. But I am convinced that I deserve the same kind of attention in the marketplace as somebody who has those those things. And it's just not true. Like, it's just not real. It cannot be real. We overvalue our um we overvalue what we bring to the, the specific marketplaces because we are unwilling to face the truth that you know seminar really depend on a level 8 I would want to get there someday. I believe that I can get there someday but I'm not there yet. So when we don't acknowledge that we are not at that level what is the incentive then to work hard? To bridge that gap what is the incentive? like what is the incentive so if I'm convinced that I'm a millionaire doing the things that I'm doing now and everything is all right and you know I'm deserving of everything that I want what is really my incentive then to develop a real um, millionaires net worth or build a million dollar company what is the real incentive because if the psychology is saying you already have it, doing these things, essentially what you're going to do is maintain the things that you're doing because you already have these things. So what's the incentive? If you're already perfect in a relationship and your standards are on moving and you know on this and you know on that and but when you when you check the scales, it's as if in your mind it's you know, I am the greatest ever, I bring all these things to the table and I am wonderful and this and that and me a top man and you no know, girl can and whatever. What is then the incentive if I say to you as my significant other, hey, you know that sometimes you speak to me disrespectfully or, you know, sometimes I don't really like when I ask you to do stuff and you make me feel like a burden. You know, sometimes I don't really like when, you know, I'm trying to talk to you about something serious and, you know, it's blowing me off. Why why are you lying? You know, that's not what you said yesterday. You know. You know, sometimes I feel like you say you love me with the words, but when I check the actions, your actions are not saying that you love saying that you care. So when you are met with these things, now, if you already think that you're perfect and, and you're you know good and everything good, like nothing care wrong with me, when you are met with those kinds of feedback, I wouldn't even say criticism, those kinds mm-hmm. of feedback is like something half wrong with the girl or something wrong with the boy because Me a good as and me a top man. Nothing wrong with me. And then what we tend to do is probably break off the relationship. And say, oh that girl is a waste girl, That money a waste man. we break off the relationship. All because we fail to be honest with ourselves. And what we don't understand is that the persons who are willing to hold us to us, you know, hold us accountable to be vulnerable with what is affecting them. You know, that's the real treasure. So we give up the real treasure for, for nothing at all. So we give up the work. We give up the work. We give up the ability to strive. We give up the ability to learn and develop and to grow. We give up the gift of starting where we are. To what? To trade it for what? No growth, stagnation. And all we do is put on layers and layers and layers to pretend, to defer responsibility, to defer blame to somebody else other than ourselves. Know? Starting a marriage, you know? You don't have the kind of capital to really do something extravagant. You know, be honest as a man or a woman, be honest. If it's not the kind of wedding you want, you know, be honest. And it doesn't have to be being honest with your significant other because sometimes you can do that but, you know, parents, you know, other people, start where you are you know I keep hearing that a lot of persons start their marriages in debt because they feel compelled to have these kinds of lavish ceremonies that perhaps say you know I am at this level of financial success and my wedding was a fairy tale and Perhaps my wife gets anything she wants because i a top man. Or on the woman's side, my man can't give me anything I he want because he I'm a top man. And some girl have some workless man, you only can get married in a, in a church or come on a little lawn and take pictures out of Rio or whatever they It's real life. It's real life. Take pictures outside the gate of Rio with the backdrop right there. It's real life. But failing to acknowledge where you are only compounds, only compounds life, you know. So we see this all the time: persons with mediocre resumes going to jobs and expecting to get the positions when all they've done is just routine, you know, nothing mm-hmm. pioneering, nothing innovative. Um, it's, it's, it's the same thing right across So, in order to convey that I'm at a higher level that I am, than I am financially I go into debt So after this big splash wedding I take two pictures post on Facebook for two days Instagram, whatever, Twitter it's, it's oh my god, how are we going to dig ourselves out of this hole $800,000 in debt I mean, if you're a one percenter, uh, let's say you take home, I mean, by Jamaican standards, if you're up there in the top, top 10%, let's say, of the working class, let's say you take home a combined uh, 500 a month. So, 500,000 500, goes through. Savings, bills, expenses, I mean, that 800,000 is not going to get paid out. Right away. Unless on the back end back end you'll have to make some significant significant lifestyle cuts or transfer the debt to another area of your life. So again, you know this awareness is important. I mean, look how many persons are just jumping from relationship to relationship. And it's the same story. Um, he wasn't on my level. She wasn't on my level. Um, the popular one is, I don't deal with broke guys or uh, I don't deal with ex-kind of girls or whatever. But what level though, you know what level? What level are you that you have to? always believing because everybody's below you. I mean, that doesn't sound very realistic to me. And I mean, people will be, I mean, you can be better at certain things, but overall level is level. I mean, you know, not at my level. Why did you oh, he's not at my level. We wanted different things. Sure, you know, there could be legitimacy to that usually those things are born from a place of the individuals or one individual not recognizing that he is not starting from where he actually is he's is starting from a higher point imagine in his mind you know you're not as eloquent as you think you are perhaps not as talented, or even if you are talented, you know, you have not put in the work. You have not put in the work. Now, let's even go to another part of it. Let's talk about how not acknowledge, not acknowledge wow, not acknowledging where we are and being willing to start from where we are affects the kind of habits that we develop. Yes. So let's 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 use my life as an example. Um, for a long time I've as I said I wanted to become a musician, I wanted to, to do music. But I also want to, to do some work in engineering. Perhaps in some kind of firm. Let's say I want to have some kind of firm as well. So, uh, running a company or owning a company—maybe somebody else could run it. Whatever the case might be. Um, doing music, I want to work. So, my aim is that um, I want to become uh, the greatest musician in the world. Let's say that's my aim, right? Um, but I'm not that right now. Right, I'm not that. Nowhere close to that. But in my mind, because I have this, this. This idea that I want to be this thing, it's like I'm telling myself that I am there already or I am just a few steps below it. So what that means, right? Again, when you're at the bottom, the kind of work that you have to do to even get up the ladder is insane. Because people don't see you. People haven't seen you. So you have to work two times and three times and four times as hard. You understand? So if I am convinced that I am at this level when I'm not, then it's going to be reflected in how I approach my craft, how I approach spending time. So I'm almost there, just not quite there yet. So I wake up in the morning. I know I'm supposed to go work out so that I can increase my vital capacity, you know, fitter, can sing, produce stronger notes, have more control over my diaphragm. But I don't because I'm saying, yo, we can sing already. I don't think nobody in our business can sing like me. But talk about diet. You want to be fit, you want to be healthy, you know, the worry for belly fat thing that now go work. So I want to have a strong core, whatever the case is. You want to be in optimal health so you can develop. You know, we tell ourselves, oh, But look, one of want a the bigger artists than them, barely bigger and so, and they might do good. Me sound better than them, me fitter than them, so but good. Can't eat anything I want, mean, well, fried chicken for breakfast, fried chicken for lunch, fried chicken for supper, or dinner. So we don't make the investments. When we come home, we do and look at one hour, right? we want to look at one song. And then you I mean you can transpose this into whatever field that you're trying to, to be good at, right? I spend maybe three, four hours on social media watching persons do what I want to do. And you know, instead of being inspired to action and critiquing them. But that girl I can't sing. Oh that girl has so much power that she can't sing. We can sing better than a girl, you know. I suppose supposed to have more fun. Us. If you're a female artist, for example. But if you're a man mm-hmm. artist, you know, but the girl, and the, the man ain't on the lyrics. Well, a, B, C, one, two, three, right? The man lyrics ain't deep like minor. So why ain't I think me a medicine? After those three, four hours of elapsed, then come home, maybe, or I am home, maybe I just write a little one song, and, you know, I don't I do even spend enough time, you know, re-listening, re-crafting, cutting a good demo, just so that, you know, that song something you know, that's bad. And so the cycle of delusion continues for maybe four or five years. I don't post my music on the social to promote, like a singing thing. Um, I don't actually improve my craft significantly over 2 years because i'm not subjecting myself to the kind of rigor that would allow you to develop deeper competencies i'm not getting fitter so that affects my vocal capacity because now i'm struggling to breathe not to mention when i have to jump on a stage it's a whole different it's a whole different thing and so I am just stuck in this loop for four, five years. Y- you ever heard some people's story? You know, when you ask them, "Why well, you never make it in you know, this thing?" Or, I you know say, my body's thing, boy. But boy, I just never give me the strength, you know, and fight me thing, Jack. and fight me thing, Rasta." You know, say, my DJ all and me teach everything," and you know they get a high. Who they have taught and who they are better than and. But, but in reality, it is the kind of thinking that I just described that caused it. The unwillingness to acknowledge that you are in the gutter and you need to climb out. And it's only work that will get you to come out of the gutter. But we are already of the view that we're out of the gutter. So we forego the work. And the only thing we have is expectation. Expectation that whatever it is we want should be just dropped in our laps. And we are overly deserving of everything that we want. Not by our work and application and intention and faith, but just by the mere fact that I think that I'm on this level, and I deserve it. Oftentimes, a lot of these artists, and I like to use artists because, you know, it's something that we cannot relate to, and it's something that I relate to very well. A lot of these artists, when you look at them, and their interviews, you know, they give the same low-level interviews that they, they gave the first time they became artists. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, see it, Rainford. and they are irony place, you know. The boy, you know, I'm getting the ratings. that's it. You know, everybody is oppressing them. Everybody is fighting against them. But if you watch five years of interviews, it's, it's the same low-level grammar. It's the same incoherent. Um, kind of discourse and nonchalance in the interview not engaging you know but you want to get brand deals from from corporate you, know, you want to be signed with the biggest labels you want to be an ambassador for dance hall music or reggae music but over 5 years you're unwilling to improve your interviewing skills one of the greatest marketing tools for artists. Developing your personality, even if it's just an on-screen personality. You're unwilling to do that. So, so friends, look in your life. What have you been doing the same way for the past five years that has not improved? But it's critical to you getting to the next level. Climbing out of the gutter, as it were. Is it your knowledge about money? How to organize money? Is it your knowledge on on health and wellness? How to take better care of yourself? How to break that family cycle of diabetes and hypertension? You know, are you still eating the same fried foods every Sunday morning that gave your grandma gave, gave everybody else these chronic diseases these lifestyle diseases you know is it that you know working on your craft enough I mean you spend less than an hour a day on your craft but you spend four to five hours combined on YouTube, Twitter, social media, whatever the case is, watching movies. Rather than researching and trying to learn more about your craft. You know, is it that you're stuck in the one day mentality, one day things are going to change. You You never really make an effort to change things, you know. One day, one day. Is it that in your relationships, you know, you're inflating what you bring to the table? You know, is it that you're of the view that your genitalia is the greatest gift for both men and women that you can, and you have the greatest set of genitals that God has ever created, and that is enough to qualify you? You know. Have you not been working on your character? You know, have you not been working on yourself? But you want to have deeper relationships, you want to have more open and honest relationships. Do you want to make more money? You know? Over the last five years, you know, what have you done to help you to do that? You know, you want to diversify your income, but You only speak of it. You never really do anything, even if it's for free, to develop competence until you can begin to charge for it. What is it that you are doing right now? What is it that you are doing right now? That you are doing the same way for the last four to five years, which would have have meant that there is no growth what 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 grand illusion are you living in about your net worth and your network and your friends and your family and who you are you know where you are on the ladder of success in whatever field or area you decide to to do that in you know are you honestly this is a really question are you honestly evaluating where you are, because that will determine the kind of habits that you build around your work, whether it's career work, relationship work, family work, money work. Start where you are. I mean, there is this quote that says, "Everything everything that is, wasn't. Everything that is, wasn't, the building that you're currently living in started with perhaps the first trees being cut down and then first, you know, digging up the foundation. But the roof could not have been put on if there was no foundation. There could be no walls if there was no foundation. Are you deluded right now as to the depth of the foundation you have? You know? Are you trying to build two and three story buildings on on walls that have not been sufficiently reinforced through time and effort and dedication? But instead of taking personal responsibility, we blame the guy who made the concrete. He said the concrete is inferior. We cry sabotage because they no one see get a youth in a two and three store or, You house. Know, when will we, we begin to really take responsibility? And put in the work. We have to start where we are. Because we'll, we'll never get to where we want to go. When will tomorrow come? We have this habit of saying, tomorrow we start. I right, have the plan, but tomorrow. Tomorrow we start. Tomorrow we start the weight last journey. Tomorrow we start the this. Tomorrow we start the that. Tomorrow we research this, tomorrow we research that. And tomorrow never comes for years and years upon years. And we delight in having surface knowledge and surface understanding and parade ourselves as as if we are subject matter experts when we are just the common regurgitators of scarcely read information. What differentiates us from the layman who reads a newspaper? One singular article about a topic and think that he's an expert. You know, what makes us different? Reading one book about relationships or one article about love languages and then you feel as if you're an expert. Especially if your partner hasn't read it and you want to parade as this. All-knowing, all-seeing, all-enlightened eye. We have to be, we, you know, we have to have the humility and the security to start where we are, because where we are is not fixed if we don't have a fixed mentality. We are only trapped where we are if we don't think that we can move and improve. Is it a case that we are all in this fixed fixed mindset where we think that the level we are at is the level we are at forever? So rather than acknowledging that we are at the ground level, we, we conjure up this idea that we are at the top, we're on the penthouse. Because we don't feel as if work and persistence and those things can take us to the next level. But I'm here to remind you that it's the only things that can take you to the level that you want to go. One, acknowledging what the gaps are in your own life. And after acknowledging the gaps, being humble, secure, and committed enough to do whatever it takes to bridge those gaps. And the first step is starting where you are. You don't have a million subscribers. You don't have a million dollars. But you have time. You have your energy. Trade on those. Spend the time. Spend the energy. Start where you are. And you'll be surprised to see with that consistency and that effort and that humility, that willingness to release the comparison, that willingness to to tie your identity to the level of success that you would have attained, but rather tie your identity to the fact that I am a learner, I am willing to learn, I am willing to grow, I am willing transform and to evolve. Start where you are. If it's a little hair thing you want to do, braid the hair for your varands. You don't need to have a, a shop yet. Make the people them set appointments. Braid the community here. braid the little picnic them here. Maybe you can get big people. People they don't want um people plot them baby here. If you want to be a dressmaker, you probably won't get to work for Pulse right away. Sew some uniform. Sew some polo. Sew something. Just, just start. Just start. What are you going to start today that you should have started a long time ago? You know, What are you going to really be honest with yourself about and face the truth about? Today, yes, a lot like to take in, a lot like to take in, a lot like to think about. You know, thank you for being here, thank you for sharing with us, and um, just start something today. You know, tomorrow may never come at this rate, so start today, start where you are. There is no shame, absolutely no shame in starting. You know, the shame is when. You pretend that you have already arrived and you haven't started. And after time has elapsed, you are at the same place. Recognizing that those who decided to start in the mud are now safely cruising on the highway to success. Start today. Start start where you are. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Join us again soon for another episode of Deeper Than Skin with Rabia. Thank you.